We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Bart Winkler Show. Happy to have you. Be sure to like and subscribe and all the fun stuff that you normally do. Uh, don't forget. Now, some people have told me this. They have their they have their finger on the like and subscribe button. And then they have popped a gummy from Happy Place Hemp just a few moments before. And as soon as they go to press the like and subscribe button, the gummy kicks in. And then they forget to hit like and subscribe. So don't be doing that. When you take that gummy, immediately like and subscribe. I am Bar Winkler. I'm talking real quickly about my friends at Happy Place Hemp. Man, these guys are the best. Chris and Rob over there. 25% off every single product that they have. This is actually, it's kind of insane if you think about it. You've used Happy Place Hemp now. Let's say that you have. You've used it, and then you've used it again, and then you've used it again. And then the next time you use it, you still get 25% off. And if you're someone who wants to try it still, the gummies, the CBD, uh, all that kind of stuff, uh, for whatever reason, sometimes it helps, you know, like the oils and the creams, sometimes it help, might with like joint pain or whatever, or uh, anxiety, or if you're just looking to have a good time, or if you can't sleep like me, and you want to try it, and you're like, eh, I don't know what I'm going to try. Try 25% off, do it again, 25% off. The hits keep coming. Happyplacehemp.com, the promo code is BART. For 25% off. We're going to talk some brewers here. Actually, we're going to talk some brewers on the pod. Looking forward to that. We'll have the uh, YouTube taping of that. We know when the Bucks play. Bucks play on Sunday at 4.30. So we'll go live after that, around 6.30, 6.45, I think a lot of people are going to try to do the post-game thing now that it's the playoffs. This is what I've been uh, preparing for. And hopefully, you know, the... The diehard 38 people that come every night, we still got you. And maybe we can get a little bigger. A lot of people, a lot of people are going to be eating that pie. Nobody cares to talk about the Bucks afterwards when they're, you know, these Monday night games against the Pistons. But you guys have been here. And so we're going to do it together. This little community that we've got. My God, I do love this community. I don't want to just, I, I, I want to say this. I got to say it at some point. Why don't I just say it now? I'm loving what's happening. There's other people that come up that like have uh, businesses and they're like, uh, Hey, could you guys have the the whole community, Dan Shaney insurance, you know, people are finding him and then they have a business and then people are finding them. Uh, My guy, teacher Tom's got a painting business. I've been tweeting about, I'll talk about him. These guys are all like, everyone's helping each other. 
Let's just all scratch each other's backs. We don't need anybody else. Just you and me, baby. Just you and me. Uh, other news, I finished Jessica Jones. Pretty good. I'm now back on to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That show's a fucking disaster. But I'm going to see it through. Uh, okay, a couple of voicemails I want to play. This is Constructive Criticism Day on the fan. Whoops. Wow. Jesus. Pfft. I should almost edit that out. All right. Doug and Racine called the Carl's Place voicemail line, 402-915-BART. 402-915-BART. This is Doug in Racine calling at 349 on Wednesday morning, he called? Here's Doug. Hey, uh, just looking at the NBA scores at work here, and I just just had a call in and say, man, I can't believe the Heat lost to the Hawks. I was really looking forward to a Heat Celtics series. And then I see the Lakers came back in OT. I saw the halftime uh, score on ESPN, but man, that one really blows. I can't believe that either. But I really wanted to see a Heat Heat Celtics series. I thought they would give them a real run for their money. I don't believe the Hawks are going to do anything against the Celtics. That just, I don't know, it's bad. Um, I just wanted to say I'm looking forward to the Bucks series, wherever they play, and I can't wait for it to get started. Hey, one other thing. I want to throw a little uh, blurb out there about your national broadcasts. I've been listening to them all and enjoying mostly, mostly enjoying them. But I was wondering if we could make a drinking game out of how much you say weird on those shows. I'm not sure if that's a, a good term to be using, but maybe a shot of tequila after every weird you use. Um, I'm not sure I'd make it through a Zach Gelb um, four-hour block. Just throwing that out there at you. No criticism. I was just wondering if weird is a weird is a good word to use. You're the pro, not me. Have a great day. And uh, Tim Shea brings uh, a lot of extra enjoyment. I never mention him, but I really enjoy Tim Shea's take on everything. So have a good one. Bye. Oh, and we have some Tim Shea news later on. You may have seen it, but we do have some Tim Shea news later on. Uh, so I say weird a lot. Uh, that I don't notice. Uh, weird's a fine word to use. I don't notice that I say it a lot. I do notice some of the things I say. I've been saying acquiesce a lot lately. Uh, I've been saying, and again, I say that late uh, a lot lately. I say they stink. I got that from Horvat. So there's other things that I've realized that I say a lot, especially on those shows. Those shows more than any because I'm essentially talking to myself for four hours. And then I say, ultimately, instead of because I'm I'm so cautious to not say at the end of the day that I say ultimately a lot. So if there's any other quirks you've noticed that I use, because everybody falls into traps, everybody falls into, uh, you know, crutches, we call them. And I'm just trying to figure out what mine are. And the more that I talk, the more that I realize I have a bunch of them. And that's, you know, that happens. Uh, so I guess I say weird a lot. That's interesting. Cause I, I haven't caught that one on myself, but you know, maybe you have. So that's some constructive criticism from Doug and Racine. Uh, I actually got another piece of constructive criticism here. This is from Matt in the falls. I feel like Doug, Doug's kind of guy is like, should I tell Bart this? Should I not? 
Matt don't give a shit. Uh, he'll just tell me. So here's Matt. Hey, Bart. It's me. Um, got some constructive criticism, um, professionally, of course, um, that I've actually tossed around for a while. Just haven't gotten, uh, gotten around to, uh, sending your way. Um, so when you, when you like ask a guest a question or you're having like a, like a deep conversation with them and your, your guest like gives a really long, like, you know, well thought out, profound answer. A lot of times um, like don't acknowledge it, don't say anything, and like just immediately move on to the next like question or subject. So like they'll give like a three minute answer, and they'll just feel like a pause, and then you'll just you might even be like, oh okay, or like yeah, I never thought you know, oh that's a good way to put it. Like you just never say anything, you just launch right into the next question, and it makes it feel rushed and um, like you're just trying to get it over with, and like you weren't paying attention and you were like browsing the internet while they were answering the question. You, you just heard that they stopped talking, which I'm sure happens all the time. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, I think things, things would feel a lot more natural and comfortable, you know, not really comfortable, but just, you know, more, more, more friendly and just, you know, it would just come off better if you acknowledged things that your guest said instead of just launching into the next question right away. I've been on the receiving end, and I heard you do it with uh, Proxy or whoever the fuck his name is today a few times. Um, so, yeah, just uh, something you want. Uh, David Bakhtiari was on Bussin' with the Boys. This is a podcast that I'm not sure if I like. Um, I don't know. It's fine. They're good. They have an audience. But one of the guys, like, was it Taylor Lewin that was – Essentially begging, essentially, I say essentially a lot, and I say kind of a lot, begging for uh, J.J. Watt for like three weeks. I thought that was kind of weird. Although maybe I've done that bit also. But like I'm begging like Chuck. No offense. So David Bakhtiari was talking about the Packers. The headline here is David Bakhtiari thinks the Packers could refuse to trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets if they don't meet their demands. Here's Bakhtiari on Bustin' with the Boys. The Packers are rebuilding, whether you think so or not. They don't like they could they be good? I don't know. Could they be bad? Probably if you're betting, more people are gonna think they're gonna be bad than good. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that fair to say? So then they'll be like, well, we're gonna suck anyways. We want what we want and we're not gonna bend anyone, so we'll just eat it. Fair. Sell and retire, we'll pay you. We don't care because we're gonna if we're gonna do it our way, it's gonna be on our terms. If not, what are we like we're, we're gonna be Super Bowl contenders anyway? So we'll eat it. You can hang on the side, pay your money, and then we'll suck anyways, get the fix. As compared to dealing him which is something that you shouldn't have, you could potentially look like an idiot to not only president and the board, but everyone else around the league, thinking of the GM's perspective. Put yourself on the hot seat, and then potentially have your job come called to question. So I, I, I look at all these like ways you can you can deal it. I don't think you'd get that contentious. I do think they'll probably come to an agreement. He'll get traded. They'll get what they want, and then I will probably say whether it was who won, who won what. But I'm saying there, I do think that it could be a third option if things got so. You're bad. right. You're right. Actually, you no, we now. want this, and that's it. Because we know we're gonna get. I'm like, okay, we'll go somewhere else. Okay, so David Bakhtiari needs to weigh in on the subject. Uh, I don't like that he's calling the Packers they. He is part of the Packers. I guess if he's separating himself from the front office. And he just signed a big deal. Um, I got a hot take here, guys. I don't really like David Bakhtiari that much. I know, I know. He was on the fan for so long, and he wears number 69, and he chugs a beer, but I don't know. He's one of these Elon bros. 
That's where I crossed the line. Packers and Jets still haven't made a trade. You know, maybe they don't. Maybe maybe Rodgers gets paid $60 million to go home. Doesn't bother me. Jordan loves my quarterback. The uh, Sunday ticket package, it was announced, is, as you know, or maybe don't know, is going to be on YouTube TV. It's not going to be any cheaper than it was on DirecTV. And uh, at least with DirecTV, I can at least like bully the guy into giving it to me for free. I don't see that being the case. So now I got to figure out how to get red zone because I have direct TV and the bullshit part about direct TV was if you want Sunday ticket, if you want red zone, you have to buy Sunday ticket. And that was 300 bucks. And then you need another hundred bucks just to get the red zone channel, just to get the channel. Now I do pay for the NFL's app where I can get red zone for five bucks a month, but I can't watch it on anything besides my phone. And obviously, I want to watch it on TV. I could just get YouTube TV, and maybe, maybe this is the thing that pushes me, because to not have Red Zone Channel, or maybe I get Spectrum, then I could see my boys Gary Leroy and DK on the round table. Maybe I just get Spectrum. I like the Direct TV interface, and I'm used to it, and I have things on my DVR, like when the Bucks won the finals, and when I've been on the news as vain as that is, but you'd probably keep it too. Where do those go? I don't know. This is a, this is a conundrum. This is going to be, this might be the biggest choice I have to make this summer. And I know, I know you've got this and you've got this and you've got this and all you gotta do is try Roku and then put it on your streaming. And then, you know, I got nine different logins. Yeah. I like direct TV. I got all that shit too. I like direct TV, but I need red zone on my fucking TV. Shouldn't be that hard. I shouldn't be paying $400 for it. So I got to figure that out. What a GD disaster. Well, uh, if you're looking to save money and try to spend things on things frivolous, maybe you are spending too much money on things that uh, you could spend less money on. That's the lead you're getting, Dan. That's as good as I could have come up with for the transition (laughs) with Dan Shaney insurance. So, the following is going to be the video, the YouTube stream that we did after the Brewers play the Diamondbacks to wrap up the series. And all of our YouTube videos, all of the videos, all of the streams, they're all brought to you by Dan Shaney. And Dan's got an insurance agency. He's been on his own for about 10 years. Uh, you can check him out, danshaney.com, S-C-H-A-N-I.com. The logo is also on my website, as are all the sponsors. So you can check them out there, but Dan will help you out with insurance, whether it's home or auto or business. He can find you the best rates as he works with these companies to do that. I mean, that's specifically what he's looking for. You call him. The goal is find you the best rates to get the coverage you're looking for. I also want to thank, I should mention, Carl's Place. They are the voicemail sponsor. You can check them out at the website as well, bartwinklershow.com. Carl of et.com backslash Bart. For all your golf simulator needs, call the voicemail line 402-915-BART. We're talking brewers coming up. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let's talk some Milwaukee Brewers. This is a series against the Arizona Diamondbacks where the Brewers ended up uh, winning just one of the two. So their momentum cooling off a little bit in the desert. So many desert puns. I absolutely love it. You can never get enough of the desert puns. On Monday night, uh, after you found out that Evan Longoria is a Diamondback now, you saw that the Diamondbacks beat the Brewers 3 to nothing On Tuesday night, a 7-1 to victory. Willie Homer, Telez Homer, scoreless for a good chunk of the game. Corbin Burns ending up in that one going eight innings, giving up three hits and striking out eight. After 89 pitches, still pulled. That's something that we can talk about here uh, for sure. And then the Diamondbacks on Wednesday winning 7-3. to three. This becomes the first uh, game where the Brewers have lost after scoring runs. Tim Shea is joining us. As he has, uh, he's wearing a Sesame Street shirt. I'll tell you, you you wore that shirt not too long ago. Are you and, sure? Yeah, you wore that shirt not too long ago. Okay. And then I door dashed like the following day, and there was a young girl that answered the door. With maybe, yeah, and I said, "Hey, my friend has that shirt," and she looks at me and goes, and "Just shut the door right in my face," like she did not care. <laughs> Oh, poor, poor you. Um, well, first of all, I uh, addressed it earlier, but let's talk about it. Tim Shea, the big announcement. You are back into the workforce. Finally. Do you Thank want to describe you. your position? Um, well, I really don't know how to describe it other than I'll be working at, first, I'll be working at CBS 58. In we the like them? Room. Yep, yep, yep. I'll still be able to do the podcast. So don't worry about that. Oh, I have my fork here. I'm going to upgrade my fork. Well, I mean, so your hours are messed. Yeah, my hours are a little rough. Working working in the morning, 
early, early in the morning, 2 a.m., 2 to 10, working in the morning show. Um, working, yeah, working in the newsroom, working on the 2 news. 2 a.m. to 10. 2 a.m. to 10 a.m., yes. So the big question for me regarding your life and really your involvement in the show, let's just talk about you. That's what people are wondering about. <laughs> Is when does the sleeping happen? If you're working a two to ten shift, yeah, I'm gonna have to figure that out. The I, news I, is that um, the news is that Tim has a job. People are wondering what's the news. Tim has uh, a job. If Tim you haven't job, seen Twitter, Tim has a job. It's a overnight, essentially news job, two to ten in the morning at CBS 58. He's here in the scanners. He's sending people there. He's like the he's like the brain of the newsroom. Okay. Pretty much. Pretty much. It is, it is a it is a big time job that they apparently let anybody do. Hey. hey come on now. So that's that's the news. Um when are you gonna sleep? That's that's a big question. I don't know. I would feel like and even though I've worked mornings and I wake up and then go to the like I wake up and then go to a show. Okay, that used to be my life. I think a job like this especially when sports are, you're going to want to be like sports are going to be your morning. I would almost think. Yeah. So I'm thinking you sleep like a, like a noon to six sort of deal. Pretty much. That's what I'm thinking. Like noon or one to six or seven. Um, for now, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might split it up. I might come home, but people have told me, yeah, you might not want to do that. So, but to be clear, you're still a part of the family. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Don't worry. If you ever want to record something at like 3 o'clock in the morning, if I'm, you know, available, which I might be sometimes, you can sure. get up. All right. The big Tim Shea news. Congratulations again to Tim Shea. Thank you. Back in the workforce. Well done. Uh, any thoughts on the Brewers? And then I'm going to bring in uh, Brett and Toast. I'll just bring him in now. And a congratulations to Brett. Speaking of news, Brett on the news last week. Yeah, he caught that, huh? Oh, sure, Brett. Uh, what, your wife went in labor like two weeks prior to her due date, or was it more than that? Three weeks, yeah. Uh, never and missed an opening day, day in my life. And um, decided to happen the morning of, so. Wow. Never going to let my son hear the end of that. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're going to bring him to every opening day to, contr- to start a new tradition. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. Well, uh, let's talk a little Brewers here. So Congrats, Tim, by the way. Oh, yeah. Glad, glad to hear you're not living. What's wrong with one more? <laughs> glad you're here to hear you're not leaving the Bart Winkler show, though. No. Priorities. No. Yep. Zach wants to know if I applied for the same job by chance. Uh, no comment. <laughs> did I beat you out? No, uh, Tim did use me as a reference, and I'm glad that you got it because I actually thought I oversold you. They were like, what, what What? do you like about Tim? And I said all the things that I like that I think would qualify him for the job. Like he's reliable. He's got a good media brain. He's uh, trustworthy. He knows Milwaukee. I said all these things. And then they go, anything else? I go, oh, yeah, he's funny. And I like think he's a friend. <laughs> it got weird. It got weird. So I'm glad that didn't sink you. Um, I'll tell you one thing right off the bat, Brett, that I want to talk about a little bit is I don't want to keep having to use the phrase – this Brewers offense. And so I'm glad that they scored a few runs at least today because it seems like, you know, they were scoring when they were scoring. 
and they weren't when they weren't. I just I'd like this year to not be the guys so contingent on what the other guys do. It seems like they're either all good at the same time or all bad. I'm not, you know, upset that they lost two or three in Arizona. We'll we'll survive. We'll live. Uh, but you know, they they got shut out a few times, and I'm glad they at least put up some runs. Yeah, I mean, Yelich is striking out like 40 percent of the time. <laughs> well, he stinks. He it's a problem. Um, and I, I think Weimer's coming back to life a little bit. They're but Mitchell and Terang, they they look legit, and I I don't think they're going anywhere. Let me. I took some screenshots. Now Yelich eventually did. Was that a two RBI sort of single he had at one point to left field? Anything he hits to the left side of second base, I don't take legit. Like he he can't pull the ball to the right side of the field. It's literally impossible for him. Here's some of the things that because Yelich had an opportunity where because the bases were loaded there, but he had an opportunity where there were a couple of guys on earlier. I'm just trying to refresh my memory. But he was like the set. He was like the last guy up uh, in an inning, and it always seems to be that way. Here's where some of the comments I screenshotted right away from Twitter. Uh, for fuck's sakes, Yelich is either too conservative or too aggressive when he's up at the plate. He didn't swing once. Again, another K for Yelly. Just pathetic that Yelich didn't get pinch hit for there. Yelich should just retire. I'm begging at this point to fucking bench bitch ass Yelich. Swing the fucking bat. Uh, look, if we were paying Christian Yelich per swing, that contract wouldn't look too bad at all. These are all, I just immediately typed in the name Yelich and took some screenshots on Twitter. Yelich to double A now. Could the Brewers get a bag of peanuts for Yelich? Uh, we're a couple more here. Yelich, Jesus, my dude. Yelich forgot how to swing the bat so bad he just stopped swinging the bat and he struck out looking. So it, it seems like, this like catapults and then he does something good and we all back off a little bit, but you know, Yelich is right now an issue. Would you guys agree? 100%. So then what's the solution? I, I there's no solution. You just got to keep playing him. Unfortunately, with that but contract. if you're going to send him up there, like if, if I watch, if I watch Yelich go up there and swing or not swing, then when he comes back to the dugout, I'm just like Christian. How about you just don't – and I'm not a baseball hitting coach, so maybe I'm an idiot. I'm just, I'd probably be like, how about you just, like, swing? And just – just you're going to swing every time until they start throwing them away. If it's – like, if it's even – just swing because you fucking stink. Is that stupid? Maybe not, Brett? I mean, he, he gets on – the issue is, is he gets on base, but he just strike, he just strikes out too much now. I – I know people don't think council will do it, but let's give him Memorial Day, and I think you'll see him drop in the order. If if Mitchell and Terrain can keep this up, I don't think council is going to keep trotting him out in the leadoff spot if he's striking you, out like this and hitting 230. Do you think they'll just say, all right, we're done, and just trade him and say, we'll eat the contract? At but you probably got to give up a prospect to do it, and I don't think they would do that. Yeah, we had the conversation with uh, Paul and Grant about, like, if Yelich at some point becomes the guy blocking other guys from coming up, well, one of those guys that you would block, like, let's say you want Freelich to play, well, if you're going to trade Yelich, you're going to have to include, like, a Freelich with him because no one's going to just take that contract. This is – I don't know. I want to say, like, I'm holding out hope or whatever, 
but the way that he just doesn't even seem interested in swinging pitches that are right down the middle. He was so automatic when he was good that I argued the Cardinals should be walking him intentionally, especially the Cardinals. Like it was the beginning of 2019. He was hitting everything. It's just crazy to see a guy drop off that much. And like, I guess to bring up Rogers, I think Rogers stunk last year, but I thought you still saw signs of good Rogers. Uh, I'm not seeing any signs of good Yelly unless I'm not looking hard enough. No. Yeah. I, I, I'm not overreacting. I mean, it's only been 12 games. We're off to a great start. I, I still think we're in that high eighties win range and right with the Cardinals. I'm not proclaiming us world series contender yet by any means. Um, but we need Woody back. I mean, we all were sick of seeing Jason Alexander and Chichi Gonzalez last year. And I think Jansen junk's a little bit better, but, we can't keep trotting out Jansen junk and I think lowers due for some regression this year. So we're our starting pitching depth is tested already. And now we're going to San Diego. So. Yeah. I'm going to try really hard not to make a junk pun uh, with how he threw today. Four and two thirds, seven hits, four earned five total runs, couple of K's. It looks like on Thursday, the Brewers are going to have a, they're still on the road. So they're going to play in San Diego at Petco. Uh, that looks like it could be a bullpen day because they've moved some guys back. Freddie on Friday, Eric on uh, Saturday, Eric Lauer were on a first name, and uh, my good buddy Wade on Sunday. So might be in for a bullpen day coming up. Yeah, I'm guessing Bryce Wilson tomorrow, I would I would think. Okay. But... Well, we'll see. I I mean, today I watched, but I, I'm not going to try to break down Monday or Tuesday. I, I'm so sorry I have sinned. Uh, Monday, Monday, I was just exhausted. What did I do? Oh, I hosted Gelb Monday. I was exhausted. And then Tuesday, I got home from my soccer game in Madison. They had a 2 nothing lead with 15 minutes to go against a team from a lower level, blew the lead, lost 3-2. They would have played MLS's Chicago Fire next week uh, in a, the U.S. Open Cup tournament. They are not. So, But I did see, are we like the comment that Grant had before he jumped on his show was if you bitch about Burns being pulled after eight innings, I swear to God. I'm, no, I'm not going to. Well, what's it? I just want to, I mean, you're not going to bitch about the, the, uh, you're up. No hitter. I'm not bitching about Tuesday. Right. You're, you're, you yeah, you're up a lot. Yeah. You don't need to go out there and chance and a freak injury or something. That and it's what game 11 of the season and your second best starter just went down with some shoulder soreness. Like it, it's not the time to be pushing guys. Uh, Tom says, read us the box score and pretend you watched. Uh, okay. Let me do that for Mondays. Cause I didn't see Mon- a pitch. Monday's game. You missed nothing. We lost. Well, let me do it. I didn't see a pitch on Monday, okay. so I can do it there. Oh boy. Jeez. Uh, the Brewers, uh, they got, they got blanked uh, against the diamondbacks. Not a good one. Uh, not a, not a fun game either. Uh, Brewers really banged up at the plate. They struck out 15 times in this one. Weimer striking out three. Uh, Yelich striking out three times. I mean, what is his deal? Everybody's striking out at least once. A couple of hits. The Brewers did get some knocks from Mitchell Con- Contreras. Uh, we got Contreras, Joe? And uh, and uh, Bryce Terang. Wade Miley. Decent quality start. Five innings, three earned. Did strike out three. Bryce Wilson with three Ks. I really like the way he's pitching. He's pitching really well. And then uh, 
Javi Guerra got in and, and uh, gave up a couple of hits. The Brewers fell to seven and three on the uh, season with that with that game. In this game, uh, as you guys know, the Brewers had about. Uh, I mean, it was the, the the Diamondbacks had a sixty percent chance to win until they scored a bunch of runs. Milwaukee issuing three walks, and there was uh, twelve thousand people at the game. The over under was nine. Uh, it did not hit. So that was Monday's game. Does it sound like I watched it? Wow. Yes. Yeah. But then aren't you supposed to read off the cigar dinner schedule after that? <laughs> uh, coming up, we're going to Westby. Uh, we're going to Westby. We got a cigar dinner just outside Westby at North Skedalian. Make sure you meet us there 530 to 630. I'll show up right at 531, hang out by my truck for 40 minutes. Not sure. You're not going to be sure if you can approach me or not. Finally, I'll take a few Q&As and hightail it the fuck out of there because I got I got some restaurant owner in Viroqua that knows me uh, and sponsors my show. He's going to give me a free bottle of wine, and we're just going to get ripped at uh, at the bar. So come and see me. Pay $300. I'll give you a cigar and a 105.7 FM The Fan coaster. Pretty good? Great. All right, Brett. Congrats on the kid. Thanks, fellas. Sorry about That's opening right. day. That's right. See you. See ya. Uh, hey. Alex, well, what's up, Tim? Well, I, I think, well, what time is it? Yeah. You got to uh, go? Uh, yeah, I have to go start getting ready. I'm going to AEW tonight. I can't you believe been? you're not. This is the first AEW in Milwaukee I'm not going to go to. Why? I don't know. I, I, I feel like I've seen it all. Okay, well, something, something's good. something good's going to happen tonight. I can feel it. No, I don't think so. Bart, can you hear me? Yeah, what's up, Alex? I just want to say happy belated to Tim. Thanks for the Facebook ad. Congrats on your job, Tim. Wow. I don't mean to derail the show, but speaking of no, retirement. No, you did a good thing. You did a good thing. Speaking <laughs> of retirement, though, um, I know this is a Brewers post game, but that Giannis article today, you guys see that? Yeah, so Lori Nico wrote a piece about Giannis, and he said he contemplated retiring after 2020. I haven't read it yet. Did you read it? Yeah, there's some interesting quotes in there. Um, it's like a mental health thing. And I think Giannis did a good thing of people don't like to talk about that. And I think Giannis is very open. Like I said, I'm not trying to derail. This can be a whole different segment, but. No, I, I, I mean, I can't break. I'm not breaking out 7-3 Brewers for 50 minutes. <laughs> it's just interesting. I think the whole, um, like, full circle, it was just Giannis saying, like, being in the spotlight, like. It's a, it's a tough thing. Well, his dad had just passed away. Right. Uh, they're in the bubble. That sucked. They would have won if it wasn't in the bubble. Yes, I agree 100% on that. Mickey Mouse ring. Doesn't count. I don't count it whatsoever. I don't either. Um, and so let me pull up the article. Because I did. I want everybody to know that I, I subscribed to the journal. Uh, Kurt had a deal where it was like, Six, six months for a dollar. And I can send you some quotes, Bart. I mean, you don't have to read the full article, but there's... I mean, no, no, honest... that's another thing uh, that we do. Okay, anyway, it's hard. It's not easy. In 2020, I was ready to walk away from the game. I had that conversation, yes, with the front office. There was the pandemic, the resumption of play, the public mandates, the empty arenas, the protests they had, uh, global crisis, mental health, and then he walked away. So it didn't go too much more into that. Just like the exhausting work. Again, his father passed away. 
Um, so yeah, and I don't know if you would have retired, you know, if you would ended up coming back, we can take that. Like what if through history, but you know, I think it's interesting. I, I, I mean, it's good that he's sharing this and now he's got this foundation where like that's mental health. I don't want to be a jerk again, but when he reached out to Kevin Love, is not being mental health. Uh, yeah, he reached out to Kevin Love, and Kevin Love was like taken back by it. Oh, really? I, that, see, I got to read this whole article and do it justice. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, he reached out to Kevin Love. Kevin Love like cried to him, being like, "Holy shit! Like this is amazing. Like most guys don't talk about this, especially as like a professional athlete. Like it's very interesting." But I don't know. This is interesting. Well, I'll read it and give it its proper love and justice. Sweet. Love you guys. That's all I had for you. All right. Love you, Alex. Bye-bye. Tim, are you out too, or do you want to say hi to Cone Roller? Yeah, I'm going to leave. I'll say hi real quick. All right. He's a big advocate of mental health, so much so that he can't show his face. What's up, boys? Tim, congrats on the job, and shout-out to Brett and Tosa on the baby boy. Congrats to him. Thank you. Much appreciated. Absolutely, Tim. Are we doing over under on Tim uh, length of employment at this new place? Hey, 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 I think Tim is going to be a career man here. He's, I have a theory. He's going to be kind of the next nightcrawler. This may be, yeah, this may be Tim's last job. Like you're in your forever job. I get this could be. You're going to be sending young Milwaukee reporters out to fires when you're like 63. And then there's going to be like a real big, like chaotic event. And you're going to be, I'm two weeks away from retirement. And then they're going to have to send you on the scene because there's not enough reporters. And then like an alien's going to shoot you in the face and you're going to die. Just like my cop guy on Jessica Jones. Spoiler alert. On that note, I got to go get ready, but uh, I'm not leaving the podcast. A lot of people ask me that. So I'm not leaving. I'll still come on with you. Well, good. And we got the playoff run, too. Oh, can I tell you something about that real quick? Yeah. Playoff post games is my big thing for the Bucs. I'm doing Sunday. I'm doing Wednesday. Saturday, I got to be out in Madison again. Do it live from Madison. I might have to do it in my car. What? uh, My buddy lives right next to the the Madison Forward uh, Stadium. He does? He was grilling out last night. I, I asked him if he could hear uh, the PA announcing. He said no. So you might need to speak up a little more. Yeah, they were mad at me. The volume wasn't high enough. Well, Turn good it up, Bart. Turn it up. Loud yeah. stadium. Yeah. All right. All Goodbye, right. gentlemen. You two have fun. Cone, always good to see you. You too, Tim. Bart, right. congrats again. We'll talk Sunday? Yeah, live on Sunday. I think I might uh, have to go down down to the forum for this one. So. You've been talking. Maybe I'll join you. Yeah. Bring the fork. Oh, I'll talk to my guy. Maybe we'll do it over the ledge, over you know, on top of the uh, one of the restaurants there. Are you fucking with me, or can we? No, do that? no, I'm serious. I'll talk to him. I'll get back. All right, yeah, let's do it. All right, all right. Goodbye, Tim Shea. Back in the world of work, Cone. What's up, buddy? You know, speaking of the ledge, is the ledge an unforgotten great nickname that you gave yourself? I did give myself the name the ledge. I think Chuck said there was a guy who called himself the ledge, right? I think so. And then I said, I want to be called the ledge. And uh, Chuck said no. 
But to this day, KJ still calls me Ledge, and I appreciate that. Well, KJ is like as OG as they come in terms he of is. and participators. I'd like to shout out KJ. Uh, he met me at the station the other day and gave he him him and his wife put together like a a basket for Easter presents for my son. Wow. I know. Very nice gesture. Got a monster truck. It was very nice. Some Paw Patrol chalk. Whoa. Fancy. So, Cone, uh, you went to the game. I need the full breakdown of Chase Field. Yeah, okay. So, Chase Field is... It's hard to put in words, like, compared to Miller Park. It is very, very similar. Because I've always felt like they were built around the same time and they're like cousins of each other. And even when you look at it on TV, you know, they each have a Bernie slide in the pool, but they look, it's the same sort of concept, is it not? Yeah, it's very similar. Like, I think the roof design in Chase Field's a little better because when it's open, it just seems, you know, way more like fresh air coming in, way more like views of the sky and everything. It just seems like it's more open. Um, I think they do a little better job with the back panels um, compared to what Miller Park has. So, but when I, I sat all around the stadium, just kind of hopping around, and Smart. when I was sitting in left field in the left field bleachers, I almost had to remind myself I wasn't at Miller Park. Like this, it's weird to say, but like the sight lines are identical. You look up, you see that big green metal roof. Um, so very similar ballpark. A couple cons I would have for Chase Field is the center field wall is just ugly as hell. They got to put like a logo on it or some fake ivy or something because it is just a big wall of, I think it's either green or black, but just not much flair there. Um, 50-50 raffle drawing not being until the middle of the eighth. Don't you feel like that's borderline criminal? it, it, It should be. Luckily, they post the winning number the day after i don't know if all teams do that but they do it so i mean i guess well maybe that's better than what the brewers do because if you don't claim it you get an inning to claim it otherwise they just you're screwed yeah they give you 30 days to claim it here what yeah well then that's better i guess yeah but a downside of that is when you buy the 50 50 raffle tickets they like print them out on a receipt i'm an old-fashioned guy i like having that old like carnival style tickets that have the numbers so little con there. Beer, same prices pretty much all around. Um, good peanuts, definitely good peanuts. There's just nothing better than sitting at a ball. This is my first game in about a year going to. And, you know, immediately you walk in, you get your peanuts, you get your beer, you go sit down, you're just noshing on some peanuts, throwing the yeah, shell. And it just makes you love baseball. I think a lot of people's first love is baseball and you know, anytime you get to, out to the park, it's fun to be at an away game. You know, all the fans are high-fiving each other. I was wearing a Keston Hira jersey. We were all, you know, sulking over Keston still being in AAA when Yelich is up here, when Void is up here. So. I also, uh, you did tweet about it. I, I pulled up the tweet. You had a couple more things that you commented on. You said no escalators? Okay, so that was, I, I didn't see, like, the the overall this like the footprint of the stadium is a lot smaller i would say than miller park like the atriums are just a little um not as wide so you kind of just walk out 
of the park, you're in a tiny little atrium and then there's the doors are right there. I feel in Miller Park, you just have tons and tons of space kind of in the concourse areas. Um, there are escalators. I did find those, but I was up in the 300. So I took the stairs. Yeah. If you're like notching on some peanuts, you might, you might miss the escalators. I was missing them, you know, and then some nice flight attendant came. Hey, the escalators are right over here. Everyone's getting in line. Still missed it. Uh, you said they run out onto the field to where the streets have no name by you too. Yeah, I love. I mean, Badger football. That song is always amazing. They have. You like, know, that's my uh, when I was doing music radio every Friday at the end of my shift, I had like a mock song that was like Fridays. You know, fr- it was about Friday, and then I played it right into the where, where the streets have no name. It was always my sign off. So good, so good. What a jam. Although, you know, Badger football, they like incorporate some of like Matt LePay's big calls or Barry Alvarez quotes that like get you chills on the back of your neck. They don't do much with the with Arizona. I thought they could do like some cool World Series calls back in 01 or some big moments. But would you say that and I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but would you say that you two is the Eli Manning of bands that the longer they're around, the shittier they got? but the successes they had just cannot be topped. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a huge, I, I don't listen to a bunch of you two, but I, the bit, the main ones are the main ones. Right. And that's like the 2007 Super Bowl. The yeah. 20- yeah. Like where the streets have no name. And the other one I like beautiful day. Uh, no. Was that the one where he was in the van? I don't on know. The streets. Uh, Cole, let me ask you one more question about Arizona. You're welcome to stay as long as you want. Uh, I don't want to feel like I'm holding you, but if oh, you, if- one thing about Chase Field. Yeah. I did not buy Bud Light. Did you see that video today? Of which one? A uh, guy went to stock the shelves and he, the Bud Light wasn't sold. Yeah. And I mean, I've he- I'm hearing it all around, all over the place. A bunch of bar owners are refusing it. And I don't I mean their sales are down 30, 50% in the last 10 days. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's also crazy that like all of that kind of beer is owned by the same two companies and no one's really protesting anything. Yeah. And I also think it's like, if we could do this with bigger issues, you know, really boycott with our wallets, you know, maybe some change would actually happen rather than just getting upset about who's on the front of a Bud Light can. But right. You know, it's the people's right to buy what they want. It's the people's right to say, I'm never going to buy something, buy that thing, and then take video of that pouring down the drain. That's capitalism. Amen. You're welcome to do that. If there was, let's say, because you were just at the Brewer game, but you live in Arizona. If I took 100 baseball fans in Arizona at random, how many do you think are Diamondback fans? Probably 30. There's so I mean, there's so many transplants down here. Like I'll when I meet new people, it's like one out of every three people are probably actual Arizona natives. And I think that's kind of cool, like to live there. But for the sports, like even if you're a fan of a different team and you live in Milwaukee, at least the city gets swept up in it. In Phoenix, I got to think that it's never truly like people still scoff at it. Yeah, from from my experience so far, I would say like some, the Suns are probably the biggest team that like people really surround themselves 
with. So there's murals all over the place. I was just out last weekend with a bunch of Suns fans. They they were saying the only way we're winning a title is a Giannis Antetokounmpo injury. That is pathetic. Very pathetic. Uh, a lot of comments from Bodie uh, for you, Cone. Okay. Fire away. He says, Bodie. is anyone ready to ask why Cone has the best audio on this podcast? <laughs> you do. I'm just talking into my phone. Wow. I bought a mic for 150 bucks. Hell yeah. Um, let's see. Bodie says, 30 days to claim victory. Sounds like a true Arizona election. <laughs> Amen. Um, Bodie also says, I'll never forget going to a game with Cone in 2020, grabbing peanuts right away to circumvent the draconian mask rules. Yeah, that's true. I remember those. That was so, like, just going, I mean, I get it, it was the times, but just looking back at some of those things, it's, like, hilarious that we complied. I did always think it was weird that restaurants... I mean, you took it off to eat. Oh, I'm eating. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bodie also says the real issue is Bud Light tastes terrible. Exactly. And that's my main point is who the hell is buying Bud Light anyway? That That's crap. Well, there are some people whose world has been shattered this last week because Bud Light was like their captain, was their Diet Mountain Dew. Like if Diet Mountain Dew came out and said like, we are the official sponsor of the Steve Zabin show. Dude. I might go buy a, I might go buy a pistol and pop some 20 20 ounces in my backyard. He could do a pretty good like logo on a soda can too, something with his face. I think it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, got this new Mountain Dew here. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the Brewers cone? Um, would have liked to see Corbin go nine yesterday, but <laughs> not the biggest deal. Um, yeah. but good win last night. I was in the bathroom during the Willie Adamas home run, but saw, saw the rest of the action that inning. So nice to see him score some runs. Yeah. Willie actually homered when, uh, they needed it for once. That was refreshing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I agree with you on that take. He's kind of got some empty numbers. I, I do have a, I, and I feel bad about it, but I, I really think if you broke it down, Willie, like whoever pays Willie will be overpaying tremendously. Yeah, it's tough to say. I I would like to see Willie stay here just because I think he is kind of the leader of the team. Because, um, I mean, I don't know who else is. Corbin's complaining about losing out on money. Woody, I could see as being a leader. I mean, Yelich doesn't have a leadership bone in his body, as we've all said. And no confidence either in Christian Yelich. You know, you hear these all these athletes always talking like, "Yeah, I just need to get it going. I'm, I'm as long as I'm healthy, I always got a chance." You know, that was the that was the main brawn line. But then you got Yelich doing these off season interviews, and he's just like, "Yeah, I've sucked the last two seasons, but you know that's baseball. What are you gonna do?" It's like, dude, have a little more confidence in yourself. Come on. Yeah, some daily affirmations never hurt anybody. No, and I even wished him good luck this year in a grocery store when I saw him. That's right. People forget you saw him at spring training or and the whereabouts of. Cone, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you too, Bart. Last rating I'll give for Chase Field is it is no Miller Park, but 
it also I think we should be reminded that Miller Park is not a, the greatest ballpark either. Like if Miller Park disappeared and then the next day Chase Field appeared, would it be that big of a deal? The outside is it's more of a like a rectangle. Um hmm. but the inside, I mean honestly not really. They're very similar. I see. Cone, excellent breakdown. We have boots on the ground in Phoenix. Thank you so much, sir. Yep, hoping for a Buck Suns finals, and we'll do some reporting down here. That is excellent. Cone right. roller, ladies and gentlemen, with the best audio in the podcast. Cone roller. We are streaming live on YouTube, and if you uh, ever want to go back and look on YouTube, you can. Thanks to our guy Dan Shaney, who's now a part of the pro- uh, the podcast. Four one four seven three two two five four two. Dan's an insurance man. Dan is a rogue. He's rogue like us. He's rogue. He doesn't have any overlords over him. It's Dan, the man. And so when you need insurance help, Dan's your guy because he'll find you the best rates. Home, auto, business. Check this out. Dan jumped on the podcast, and within 24 hours, a new person joined via this podcast. Incredible. That's, as Vince McMahon would say, that's some good shit. Spark guy. What's going on? God, now that's a room in my house I need. The old, the old oaken office. Yeah. Is my audio okay or am I breathing too hard today? No, you sound good. You look good. That's, oh man. The, the fact that I am a 39 almost year old business owner and I don't have a room like that in my house. Huge failure. It's all a background. Oh. Uh, I'll put the piano up later. Oh, yeah, I'm going to switch. I'm going to go home. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, uh, did you guys talk Roger? I, I wasn't used to the time. I wasn't paying attention today, and I saw you were oh, on. Oh, just a little post-game, just a little whoopsie yeah. yeah, I get it now, but did you guys talk Rodgers yet? Like, I saw there's all the, the, the stuff today that were the, uh, um, it sounds like, what, Woody Johnson got cold feet? That's, like, the narrative now? So, Charles Robinson uh, of Yahoo. He charges $50 to be on the show, right? Yes, I do not trust Charles Robinson. I don't. Uh, as far as reporters go, without that, without that nugget. But he was on Wildy and Tausch, and I will shout them out. Uh, I think, and and they they have acknowledged that maybe they don't cover the other sports as well as other shows. But in football season, you want to know what's going on. I, I I'm going to compliment someone and say Wildy and Tausch uh, at least will tell you what's going on. So I feel like that's a nice thing for me to say. He's kind of a beta, but we can talk. Yeah, about it. That, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. No, uh, I get yeah, it. So your boy Spark Guy Rogers, who endorsed Robert Kennedy for president today on Instagram. Did he really? Oh yeah. Remember, this is a guy who said, "I don't get into politics." Who said, "CNN and Fox News, they all want to book me." I don't get into that shit. <laughs> oh man. 
RFK Jr. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's going to be interesting. He went right in too. Like it's, there's a lot of behind the scenes on that. If Steve Bannon's up to it ever, but Rogers, he's not even letting the, the playing field kind of get level. I'll see what's going to happen. He's just, he's just, he's Favre like just kind of throwing it into double coverage with his political endorsements right away. Guy, two days later, he's endorsing him. I um, did see what you're referencing in that the Packers and Jets. So I've just seen through tweets and whatever, mm-hmm. but allegedly they were pretty close to a deal. And then Rogers willingly said I was 90% retiring. And so the Jets are like, the Jets want more assurances that he's not going to like get up and bail on them. And this is the Rogers experience. And I guess to this, I'll say, uh, because I have retired from talking about Rogers as a personality, I can say things he's done like his endorsement, but I've retired from judging him or trying to psychoanalyze him. But what I will tell you is everyone that is clowning Rogers for saying, uh, or like, whoa, Packers, it's going to be real awkward when he shows up to camp as a $60 million backup. That will never happen. And if it does, who's that going to be embarrassing for? One person. And it's not the front office. It's number 12. So can he handle that? Because if he can handle it, good on him. But if he comes here, he's at minimum going to be in a uh, – competition for the job and at most he's going to be the backup see i would have agreed with that a couple years ago but he did come to that first because like what was the most what are the most contentious times it was like after 20 and then starting 21 and that was the first time we went through this i mean maybe he shows up in may yeah i mean they gotta run the risk he shows up though because then they can't sit him they can't sit him during otas and i don't know He's going to be gone, but still, I think it's it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out in New York too, though. Does he bring future president of the United States RFK Jr. to the Jets facility that's owned by Pharma King Woody Johnson? Like, how's that going to work out? And maybe that's the holdup. Maybe Rogers doesn't want to play. For what Woody. if they all agree? What if they all talk it out, come to some conclusions, and maybe I'll see a better light in each other? Where you think that's going to happen between those? Um. I think that this is annoying. So what, what do we, who do we want for the box? Are we, do we even care? Does it matter? Well, okay. When I post this, if you're watching on YouTube, you got the whole night to watch it. But if you're on the podcast, uh, I'm not going to do any tag or anything about who plays in the Eastern conference matchup. So what you're going to see is tonight it's um, bulls and Raptors. Marcus says he wants the Bulls to win so the Bucks have less travel and don't have to go through customs. I mean, like any, any reason possible. I would prefer the Bulls aren't here just because the Chicago fans. Uh, although that's more for our economy. You right? get more people traveling for our economy. Yeah. I'll have to, I, I'll, yeah, I want to, yeah, make more money off of them. Uh, I, it doesn't matter. I, I do a, I have a podcast coming with Ty Windish uh, of Eurostep podcast. And that'll be, that'll be the next episode. That'll be Friday morning's episode. And one thing that we like talked about very quickly was we can debate the heat or the bulls or the Raptors for what, like for what, if, if they get one game off of us, if they get two, if they get two, then the bucks are not as good as we thought. This should be, about as clean as a series as you've ever seen. 
So it doesn't matter to me. Knicks and Cavs really doesn't even matter to me. Uh, I want to watch a fun competitive series. You know, it might be fun to see Giannis play in uh, MSG some more. Or, or Cleveland if it's a, it's a shorter drive, if people want to do that. Spark out your face froze. You Oh, you were just still. Wow. I'm, ra- I'm, in, I'm enraptured in what you're saying. God, I, I thought, wow, this is sad that that's the like least flattering face you could have been making while it froze. It just I sometimes the analysis it washes over me and it's just like I'm hypnotized by it. It's all about the Celtics. Uh that's that's yeah. all it's about the Celtics. So I to answer your question, who would I rather play if I had to pick one? I I, I can't. I don't even care enough to even pretend to answer that question. I'm doing the head nod now so that I don't look like I went like catatonic or something. Um yeah. A final question. You're, so are we, you, are you all in on the Brewers now? Like you had an off season, the hater thing. I got your message on Friday about your boy, Willie Contreras or no. Yeah. He's Willie. What is it? Is he Willie? Which whatever one it is, Brewers have. Are you all in now? Like, are you, where are you at with the Brewers? Emotionally. Um, I am rooting for them to do. I'm, I'm being a fan of my favorite team. Agreed. No, but I mean the skepticism, like, like again, we'll come back to me because that's what it's the most important thing. But I'm a Bears fan, right? I always cheer for the Bears, but I'm still like super skeptical that they have some of the worst owners alive, right? So like I'll watch them during the game, but then after the game, I'm like, they're gonna do some stupid shit or something's not gonna work out. They're gonna be cheap. So that's where I go. I feel like I guess I trust enough in Matt Arnold to. I mean, he's made some good trades. Uh, he traded Hunter Renfro for. Everyone's hero, Jason Junk, who was terrible on Wednesday, but I don't know that we were expecting him to be that much. But I, I trust Matt Arnold enough. Um, I think that there is a window where they can succeed, over-succeed. I wouldn't say that there's a, like, there's a 0% chance at a World Series. I'd put it somewhere between 0.2 and 1.2, which is captivating enough for me. And ultimately, uh, I'll echo a take that I see Brett uh, have a lot, Brett and Tosa, is that if Mark ever sells the team, then they will not be the Milwaukee Brewers. Salt Lake City now is putting together a group that wants a team very badly. Portland wants a team. Mexico City wants a team. Uh, what's the other one that wants a team? There's like Memphis wants a team. The, the MLB, there's only so much it can expand. And if, if someone buys, like that's, that's the shittiest part about sports is that you can root and be a diehard and have your Brewers cave and, and all that kind of stuff. But I guess I'm wearing a Badger shirt. I know the Badgers will never leave, right? You're always going to have the University of Wisconsin. But your pro teams, they could leave just based on two rich guys making a deal. And that's shitty. So, I, you know, I think that Mark has a problem with saying we have room to spend at the offseason and then never doing that. He's kind of like, fool me twice, shame on me. But I don't want him to sell. Yeah. I mean, you're always going to have, and I get, and then you always have, you say the upside is having ownership like the Packers, but then you could hit be like the Packers and have a central planning committee. I mean, you don't know. Course. You don't know where they could move. They could move to, they could move to Austin. They could move to Bismarck. They could move to Omaha where Omaha steaks uh, was founded. Omaha steaks.com with the promo code Bart. What do they got this time of year? 
I mean, we just got through Easter, but we got some kind of summer like Memorial Day grill out thing going yet. Uh, yeah, we actually have a great deal on burgers. Now we're in the basement. They are. You see this? Wow. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all new handmade <laughs> texture for the juicy. Stop. It says that you're supposed to read it exactly. It's supposed to say, you're supposed to start with, please open with your personal experience of Omaha Steaks. And then don't remember, don't forget, the, the promo code is six X's. <laughs> yeah. Six X's. Burger Perfect. You know what, though? I feel like if somebody hasn't made the leap yet to Omaha Steaks, and I know you've had at least one devoted customer on one occasion, but if nobody's made the leap, I would say the $79.99. I know of two now. Two people have done this. But the $79.99 Burger Perfection flight, right? If the price points that you've been getting earlier that are higher than that are something that you're not comfortable making, right? Because you haven't tried this before. Try this. They get the exclusive Burger Perfection flight. So you can have different burger pipes of, of filet mignon burgers, a ribeye burger. That's wild. Every order is backed by Omaha Steaks, unconditional, no bullshit, 100% guarantee. Right. Money back guarantee. So it's not just a guarantee because a guarantee they could just hang up on you and not give you your money back. Minimum order may be required. That was mandatory to include. Look at you. All right. Well, All right, again, smart guy. Good to see you, buddy. You take care. God bless. All right. You too. Uh, Miller Park Minute is on the road. You're all jerseyed up. Oh, yeah. Eric. This is my Wednesday apparel. Audio sucks. The audio's bad. Uh, it's no. bad. Yeah. It's very delayed. So I'll plug you and let you go. All right. That's... Okay. Miller Park Minute. Sorry, bud. Wasn't working. Uh, if you're not on the video, Miller Park Minute, uh, you can check out his YouTube stream. That's Eric. He joined me in a car on a Wednesday where he was wearing a full Brewers jersey and hat as if he not even like was dressed as a fan. I feel like he played center field today the way that he looks. So uh, good to see him living up to his fandom and rocking the name. Very good to see that. Brewers lose two of three to the Diamondbacks. We'll all live on. They play again on two, uh, Thursday, another late one. Now they go to San Diego. Should be a real early test. Uh, Joe, would you call this a must-win, a must-win series for the Brewers? Ah, gee, I, I don't know. I really don't. If everything, yeah, a must-win, a must-win. Um, on Friday's show, I'll sit down with Ty Windish of the Eurostep podcast. Oh, there was one voicemail I wanted to play before I got out of here. Another Carl's Place voicemail that I would like to include on the show. I had uh, Paul Ludke call in. He's been doing the hashtag fire Shea for a long time. And now Tim Shea has got a real job. He'll still be with the show, but this is Paul on the Carl's Place voicemail line. Again, Carl of ET.com backslash Bart golf simulator action. 
You can check it out at bartwinkler.com. Thanks to my guys at Sunant Interactive. Hi, Bart. Paul from Milwaukee calling. I was listening to the podcast this morning, Wednesday's Wednesday's show, and just kind of odd at the very end of it, uh, someone brought up Big Tim Shea and his news, and you seemed a little annoyed with it. So I was just wondering what that was all about. Uh, also, I changed my hashtag to Hire Shay instead of Fire Shay, and Jesse Garcia liked it, so that was really exciting for me. Um, otherwise, I just wanted to agree with you about fart. Fart is, you know, intentional farts are never funny. Unintentional farts are always funny. Fart jokes, yeah, yeah well, the written word fart. You know, the only time it was ever really used properly was Ron Wolf describing the Brett Reggie team as a fart in the wind. I don't even like that. Which they were. I would say they're the most disappointing group in sports history. How can you have Brett Barb and Reggie White on your team? Two of the you could put those in the two of the top five players in NFL history. And you only got one out of it. He gave another one away. Didn't show up for the third. Uh, anyway, have a good day. Loving the podcast. Everything's great. Keep it up. Keep pushing on. Bye. You know, I will say to Paul's point, for as much as we slash I crap on Rodgers for only having one Super Bowl, that Packers team does not get enough uh, criticism for not getting the job done more than once, especially with the way that Mike Holmgren left. And I think it's going to be if, – if this Bucks unit only gets one – uh, I, I think that they'll get a pass too because they're coming after so many years of bad where the Rogers group came after s- success. So I think that is always going to factor. And, and I'm not saying that's fair, but it does factor into it. Uh, Paul then called back. Hey, Bart, it's Paul from Milwaukee calling back. I just, I got to follow up that Brett Favre, Reggie white team, <laughs> their failure to win another one or three in a row is a lot more disappointing than uh, Aaron Rodgers oh. not winning a second. You know, as time goes on, for some reason that is getting in my craw, whatever you call it. Anyway, have a good day. Okay. Uh, that was Paul. All right. Uh, next live show will be Sunday after the Bucks. They play 430 game one, and that will be against the we don't know but we'll find out on Friday and then quick turnaround. They'll play on Sunday. That'll be at home Wednesday's game at home with post games to follow Saturday night. They'll be on the road. I'll have a post game. I'm going to be in Madison for a soccer game. I should be home by the time the game's done. We will see. Otherwise who knows what I'm going to do, but planning on post games throughout the bucks run. That's always been the goal and hoping to do that throughout. Thank you for listening. Like, and subscribe Buy insurance stakes, CBD, websites, golf simulators. Listen and watch CBS 58 and subscribe to the Miller Park Minute. Have a good one.